0: Welcome back everybody. Uh, my name is Alan Baysbrook. I'm a host of the Let's Dive In. I know you remember us as the love of acting. We are rebranding, hopefully trying to offer you something a little different and a little more interesting. And I have a wonderful actor to do that with. Please welcome Jonathan Adams. You've seen him on Last Man Standing, which used to be on ABC and now it's on Fox. Uh, you've heard his voice, including in my favorite, uh, um, my favorite animated uh, series, uh, which is Avatar. So you've heard him as the voice of Vatu in In Quorum. Uh It's yeah, it's it's been it's been a few years, I know. So welcome, welcome to
1: the program, Jonathan. Evans. Right, thanks. I'm glad to be here, man. Vatu. Yeah, yeah uh, that I, was my favorite. It's my favorite line of all time. I got to say, I got to say, I am evil, which you never get to say. You know, you get to say things like, oh, I'm not a nice guy, or I'm, I'm going to get you. No, yeah. I am evil. Come on. That's all I am. I'm just pure evil.
0: It's perfect. And as as somebody who has kids, I know you have two daughters, I have two kids. Uh, sometimes your kids think you're evil. In this case, they could literally point <laughs> to it and say, Dad, that's what I'm talking about.
1: All I got from that was,
0: oh, good job, Dad. <laughs> I like that. No, it was it was great. Anyway, so um, I, I appreciate you coming on, and I want to talk to you about your life. Uh, you've done a lot of very interesting things, but it's not just in the acting world. Um, you know, you've done a lot of stuff that I think would be very useful for people to know about and to hopefully apply to their lives. So right. let's dive in. Um, so for people who are not as familiar with you as I am, uh, let's give them a you know a one minute uh, kind of an overview of who you are and how you got to where you are right now.
1: I'm Jonathan Adams. I, I, I spent a lot of time on stage for the first, I've been acting for like 30 some odd years, I think, since mm-hmm. I was 20 years old. I'm in my 50s now. I've been professionally acting. I've never had to have a job other than acting for 30 years. And I'm really so proud of that. You know, I'm either voiceover or whatever for 30 years. I spent like 13 years of my, uh, beginning of my career on stage. I did a lot of Shakespeare. I did a lot of, August Wilson, a lot, a lot of Apple, Fugard, you know. So, uh, and then um, I came into the world of television. I've been on television since the since two thousand. Yeah, and a ton of voiceover
0: work, which we'll definitely dive into yes. a little bit as well. So, um, in terms of a career choice, right? So, you you've mentioned something which is great. You haven't had to have another job other than acting, which is amazing and a in a rarity in our industry but why this career choice as, you know, as somebody who has changed his career many times already, uh, I <laughs> hope my wife is not watching this. Um, uh, why did you choose acting and what led you to make that particular decision?
1: Well, in the beginning to me, it was, um, I really only felt comfortable doing it. That was the only thing I felt comfortable doing. I, it's the only thing I loved to do. And I, was you know was so you know i'm an actor so dramatic that i I felt like all i could do was act you know so it's like i had to do it i hadn't i really didn't feel like i had any other choice in the beginning um at first you know for a long time i wanted to be for of all things an astronaut i wanted to go to space and um i was like you know then i have to learn how to fly then i'd have to learn how to do all these things I was born with a cataract in this eye. I can't really see out of this eye very well. So like, you know, I can't fly, you know. And I'm also too big. I, I read, you know, really recently that not recently, but you know, in my teens that, you know, most of the astronauts were between five, six, and five ten. You know, you really could and and at thirteen I was six feet tall. So <laughs> I couldn't do that. And um, so I just was like, you know, I love this. This is what I love and this is what I'm gonna do. And um, luckily i have been incredibly blessed with uh, in my career and uh you know able to raise a family you know have a wife have a home and and do you know all the things that you that everybody does you
0: know with, with their life and still and just enjoy it yeah and uh Again, life as an actor is is a lot of ups and downs. There's no, no particular way that it goes. There's no formula. It's just work hard. Hopefully, you're good enough. Hopefully, you've made enough connections where people enjoy working with you and kind of keep lugging away. And, uh, you know, things may or may not happen.
1: Yeah, it's not a straight line. And I always say that to everybody. I've had my ups and downs. I've had points where I was like, okay. Uh, and, you know, we have $20 and uh, we have to pay the electric bill and uh, it's not coming in. Oh, look, a residual check. You know what I mean? I've had moments like that. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm not, uh, you know, I'm, I'm serious, like last $20, like not even any more money, you know, nothing. Here's your $20. Oh, look, a residual check. Oh, great. Now we can pay the electric bill and maybe the rent and maybe something else will come in. Oh, I got another gig. And it will, you know, it always come down to that. And I've um, you know, I it's just yeah, I've been really blessed. Yeah.
0: So and you, you kind of alluded to it, but you know, a segment on the show is trying to figure out the good, bad, the ugly of of your life and the profession. So, you know, <laughs> what's what's the good that came with you being an actor?
1: Well, the good was my emotional health because I'm not, you know, I was, I really feel like I would have been incredibly unhappy doing anything else. Mm -hmm. And the good was, you know, the fact that, you know, at this point in my career, I feel like my family is, is the right where it needs to be. You know, I have a kid who graduated from college uh, from Pepperdine. She's a biology major of all things. She was a biology major. Now she's a biologist. So I guess so that's what's what it is. Uh and uh and she is, you know, moving on with the career she wants to be a vet. I have a younger daughter who just is about to graduate from high school, just turned 18 and we're you know, she's got a, you know, a good grade point average, just got accepted to two colleges and we're just like I don't know. Uh it's just like a happy life right now. So I mean that's a good good thing. And some yeah. of the bad things are the ups and downs of this of this career. You know you really are never feeling like you are completely secure unless you have really made um you know some good choices in terms of your money. You know what I mean? You really need to take make good choices with your money. Um you can't think like you know most other people do and think like you know all the money is just going to keep coming in. You have to go, okay, well, I have to save this and work through this year and save this. And maybe I might not work next year and say, you know. So you need to uh, be very, very uh, mindful of that. And uh, yeah, so I mean, it's just, there's a lot of, lot of goods and bads. Yeah, so
0: in terms of money, before we dive into the ugly aspects, but uh, about the money, I, I think that's actually... You know, it's more difficult, but it's it's a positive uh, uh, or a silver lining, I think, would be a better way of saying it, of having to learn how to manage money and how to save and how to make sound investments. Because a lot of the people run into issues where they have uh, a ton of uh, credit card debts, or they make uh, purchases that they really uh, get hamstrung with for a long time. You had to learn early on that you cannot do that. So I think overall it should have been a positive uh, experience and hopefully for your kids as well watching.
1: Well, yes. I mean, you really do have to make some some strange choices. You know, like you, oh, okay, well, I'm going to be making $100,000 on this gig, but I don't know if that's going to be like my last gig of the year or my mm-hmm. last gig for the next two years. So um, I think I will only buy that Honda Civic. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm not going to spend... You know, yeah. I want a, I want a very, very low uh, car note. You know, what I mean? I'm not going to spend a lot of money uh, on everything. So this might be, I might, might be the hundred thousand dollars I get for the next two years. And so you have to really um, think that way. You have to, you know, save and make sure that, uh, you know, you, you make a plan for those kind of things.
0: Yeah. Uh, any ugly things that, uh, that come to mind? Uh, of being an actor, something that you would have to deal with that you know other people in different professions don't.
1: Well, it's not. It, I mean, you are constantly judged. And I suppose that is you know, is an ugly thing. I mean, I don't know. I really, like I said, i have never really done anything much of anything else other than act. So um, I'm not sure how other people in other careers are maybe you know judged. But I, you know, I feel like every time I go into an audition or every time I'm um, I put myself out there for something, I feel like I'm being constantly assessed and reassessed and it's totally, up. Um, it's absolutely, you know, subjective, nothing, nothing, not, no objectivity involved. You are just, you know, it's like, hmm, how do I feel about you? And you know what I mean? Not, you know, it's not like, oh, oh, you're, you know, you you reach this certain level you can do this or you've done these number of surgeries you can do this or you you know how to do this and you can do that you know it's not like that it's like hmm how do i feel about jonathan adams today Hmm, he's getting old Hmm, he's getting fat Hmm. oh man what is that going on with his eye you know i'm just like you you, you're very it's a very subjective uh career so and i don't like that uh I certainly understand that. No, uh, it's 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 a weird
0: thing, right? We we as artists, we want to be out there, we want to be mm-hmm. loved and admired and appreciated, yes. but we're getting mostly the opposite. And it's it's dynamic. Right. Right.
1: Well, I think we mostly concentrate on the opposite. I think sometimes there's a there's a lot of positivity out there and you really have to concentrate on that. But you do have to I think have an eye on, you know what the uh, how really people perceive you and um, and how it's going to work for you and against you. And uh, but mostly mostly people are great. You know, people are fans and people enjoy watching. I mean, if they enjoy watching what you do and you keep doing it, that's the idea. Right. And um, so that's all.
0: Do you ever get uh, in terms of the judgment uh, and fans specifically, I know Mm -hmm. I'm going to be doing another kind of uh, episode that deals uh, with this, but I wanted to ask uh, from your perspective, um, having done a ton of the interviews with people and seeing what the comments are, uh, I would do an interview with somebody who's, you know, incredibly beautiful uh, actress. And a lot of the comments are about the lips and the looks and uh, Mm -hmm. how they want to marry her. Uh, It's, Mm -hmm. it's that upsets me as a person. And, and I, I really have to be very, very specific of not responding to that trigger. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. So, because you've been on a show for you know now eight years and uh, you've been on other shows, uh, have you seen anything from uh, from people? I mean, you, you're mentioning you know about uh, you getting older and,
1: uh, and gaining weight. Have you seen negative <laughs> comments from people that uh, that deal with it? Or? Well, no, absolutely. But here's the thing: I don't respond to them because I don't. It doesn't matter. I respond to the positive things. I let people only see that, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, if it's positive, oh, Jonathan, great job. I go, hey, thanks. You know, or Jonathan, oh, he's getting whatever. Oh, I don't say a thing. You know, I just don't deal with it. I just, and I think you, in a way, uh, you know, train people to be like, okay, well, he might respond to me if I say something positive and there you have it. If they say, if you say something negative, nothing's gonna come of it. And maybe, maybe, they might you know get you know other people talking about it but you're you're not going to say anything about
0: it does it it's, it's a very good way of doing it uh, uh and educating your uh, your base but does it bother you uh do you take any of the comments uh, personally i know i do <laughs> i try not to <laughs>
1: um i try not to sometimes mm-hmm. i do sometimes i misunderstand mm-hmm. and, and sometimes i'm i'm you know i i feel misunderstood and then I'm just like, you know what? It doesn't matter. I'm just going to keep doing what I do. Sometimes I take it personally, but then I, it takes me a while. I take, give it a minute, process it, step away. And I'm good.
0: Yeah. And I, um, watching some of the interviews that you have done before and reading about you, I know you're a man of faith. So, uh, what role does faith play in your everyday life? Uh, you know, inside the acting world and outside. Of it. Well, um,
1: faith is uh, to me the opposite of fear. You have to, in order to have faith, you you cannot have uh, any fear. And I also feel like acting, fear does not help. Mm -hmm. You know, fear is absolutely the you know will not help you at all in your in your acting career. Mm -hmm. So that has really, really helped me. Like fear and faith are opposites. And I, I, I feel like I can do anything because I feel like I'm not afraid of anything. You know what I mean? I, I'm just, or if I am afraid of something, I embrace the fear, move past it and make it work for me. You know what I mean? So it's not, so that, that really has helped me and uh i also couldn't see you know when you're in the the you know the downsides to me prayer and communing with god has really helped me in in those moments when i don't feel like there's any future you know in my career or something is just really not going well for me uh and you know that being in prayer and being prayerful uh, in those moments has helped me. And I've also learned to be prayerful in the moments when things are going well, they're really making it a point in my mind to thank God for the good things in my life and thank God for, you know, everything that is, you know, good about, you know, my experience on this earth. And um, yeah, I mean, so I've just, I just make it a point to pray all the time, you know, pray about everything, worry about nothing.
0: Yeah. Um, I, I I had some, you know, medical things that I was dealing with, medical issues, and I remember driving, you know, last week to, uh, to have a procedure. And I am a very positive person. I'm a very kind of easygoing, uh, optimistic person. But mm-hmm. I couldn't get over the anxiety and the fear and everything that goes right. with it and i tried all sorts of different things and i tried uh you know some of it worked some of it did not and mm-hmm. then i kept on going back to uh, bridge of spies do you remember bridge of spies uh you know tom hanks and uh, mark rylance were i didn't see that movie but... oh you you have to and by the way for everybody watching we're going to put a link to it uh, below please watch the movie uh there's a part in bridge of spies that for me from a mental perspective Uh, I I now have that in the back of my mind, actually in the front of my mind, and I keep going back to it, which is a phrase that Mark Mark Rylance, his character uh, who plays a Russian spy was Mm -hmm. saying. And Tom Hanks would go to him and say, listen, you're, you're facing the death penalty. How are you so calm? How are you not worried about this? And Mark Rylance would turn to him and said, will it help?
1: Do you never worry? Would it help?
0: Uh, And I keep going back to that. Mm -hmm. Anytime I get into my fear and I get into the anxiety, I ask the question of, will it help? And the answer is no, it will not. It never
1: does. It It never does. Yeah. Um, Fear, anxiety, jealousy mm -hmm. don't help. If you're jealous of someone, what are you doing? You're feeling bad. They have no idea that you're feeling bad. They're happily going on about their lives. And they have no idea that you're feeling bad about how well their life is going. Their life is going well. Or whatever they have is great. And, you, and, you're, and you're upset about it. Jealousy is useless. Absolutely useless. So anyway, but continue. Mo,
0: I, I completely agree with you. And it's, it's, it's the part of the maturization process, right? I'm, I'm a little younger right. than you but not by much. And um, it's learning, it's learning of how to work with yourself and learning how to keep yourself uh, in a positive uh, state of mind. Another thing that I keep going back to is that I've noticed and, you know, I ask myself that question uh, because I think the thoughts could be either creative or destructive. So Mm -hmm. when I have a thought or where I notice myself going into a negative pattern, I immediately try to ask myself, does it help or will it help? and mm-hmm. then are you being creative or destructive right now and mm-hmm. that kind of those are the things that kind of helped me get out of it and then my faith is a continuation of all of that of okay right. re- regain my balance and i need to go back to who i really am as opposed to right the person who's spiraling right now <laughs> exactly so, yeah um relationships i want to talk to you about a relationship because uh you know i've been married for 21 years uh, 22 years this year you're 27. Is it going to be 27 this year or 28?
1: One, and we are married in '94. Yeah, it'll be 27.
0: Okay, April. so again, you're 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 ahead, you know, by by five years and kind of everything that we're doing. Um, mm-hmm. But you're married in Hollywood, uh, and I'm married. You know, my wife is kind of outside the business, not kind. My wife is completely outside the business. Not that I'm really in the business. I don't live in LA. I'm in Chicago, so it's a very different environment to be in. But um, I used to live in welcome. Chicago. Go ahead. I know
1: you're from Pittsburgh originally. When did you live in Chicago? I lived in Chicago from '90 well, after I got married, '94 to '97. We lived on uh, Sheridan Road, just south of Evanston, steps from the lake. They said. Yeah. And you could actually, if you looked, you know, kind of out the corner, you mm-hmm. kind of see the, you know, a corner one window, you could see Lake Michigan. Yeah. But yeah. 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 yeah, yeah on Sheridan- you're
0: in the Northwestern uh, Northwestern University area.
1: Uh, yes,
0: exactly. Yeah. I uh, love Chicago. Chicago is great. I, uh, when people ask me, you know, why Chicago, you, you know, the weather is weird and uh, all sorts of things. I'm like, mm-hmm. I can't think of any other place in the United States that with everything that I like and you take the pros and cons, I can't think of any mm-hmm. other place that I would like more right. that is better things for me. So Chicago is my my top. It's great yeah um back uh, back, to your,
1: uh, <laughs> back to your question back to my relationship continue yeah.
0: um you know this is a uh, you know knock on wood and cross the fingers and you're doing great, but in Hollywood, that type of a longevity is a rarity. So how do you deal with that? What were some of the things that you've done in your relationships that really helped uh, make sure that it's a healthy long-term relationship and then hopefully
1: people can use it outside of it as well? My uh, wife and I got married long before I came to Hollywood, maybe okay. seven years before I came to Hollywood. We, we were married. We we were married, uh, we were both theater actors as it were, we met on a show. Um, she doesn't act anymore. She used to be a, a theater an actor and a singer. She, she's an excellent singer. She uh, was uh, um, classically trained in opera. And um, we, uh, I got to say, marriage is not, um, it's not always uh, easy, is a thing. And I think people are uh, expect that. And I think that's what makes it uh, more likely for people to get divorced. Like not every day is going to be a happy-go-lucky day. You're going to have ups and downs in your marriage. You know what I mean? You're going to be angry with each other. You're going to be upset with it. You're going to find things about your partner that you don't necessarily like. And then you realize, well, I still love her or I still love him. So here we are and let's just deal with what this is and maybe we can talk it out together. And I think that's what it is you know and i also feel like and i've said this before and i think it's kind of um um apt is that um you you're the two of you each of you together are nurturing one thing and that is the marriage you know what i mean like i am jonathan she is monica but we each of us individually are taking care of Jonathan and Monica, you know what I mean? We are we are trying to nurture and take care of that relationship that's there for us. You know what I mean? So it, it, you maintain your individuality, but you are always careful of and caring for the, the couple, if yeah. that makes sense. And we yeah. do, I mean, and I feel like, it when when we're outside of that when we're not thinking about that that's when things are are bad you know if you don't think of the other or think of the relationship that's when things are bad and that's what you always have to do i mean it's not selfless but it's definitely not selfish do you know what i mean so Mm -hmm. um if you are always constantly kind of Thinking of what is good for us, then you will always be, uh, maintain a, um, a togetherness. And when you step, step away from that, that's when you, uh, that's when things go wrong.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It makes a lot of sense. I did hear you uh, say that before, so I'm very happy you uh, you mentioned it on this show. Um, right. it's, it's a really important factor because we tend to, as people, get really self-focused. And we get to uh, try to figure out what is good for me. And then you get out of the whole idea of marriage and being together and what is good for her. My wife is my best friend. I've known her since she was 15 years old. We did not get married that young. We got married quite a bit later, but I've known her for a long time. So it's my responsibility as a husband and as a friend to ensure that I do things that it will be better for her, not just for our marriage, but what can I do in order to help her grow? Because I want to see that growth. I'm proud of the woman that she has become. So if the focus is there, then I'm less focused on what is it that I don't like. It's not necessarily about me. And I like how you said it. It's it's not about being selfish or selfless. It's really that in-between part of Mm -hmm. you're not forgetting yourself. But your focus is on the whole rather than the self.
1: Yeah, yeah. And if you and if you both do that, then you're you'll be fine. And and um, I also have to you know say my wife is like is an incredible person. She's just a just just a a good good woman and a good person. And um, and she's also <laughs> incredibly loyal. She's a very loyal person, and that is one of one of her you know she's honest with herself good and loyal and like what what the heck what else are you going to need in life you know what I mean (laughs) she's honest with herself and others good and loyal who who, what else are you going to need there's nothing else you can you can ask for out of a out of a out of a partner so I'm you know I feel incredibly blessed to have her and I feel like like you said um which is you know, going off of what I said, you know, we are working together to create something.
0: Yeah. Uh, and by the way, this is March 9th. Yesterday was March 8th, which is the, uh, you know, uh, International Women's Day. So it's a little late, but better late than never to all the women who are watching. Happy uh, Women's Day. We appreciate you. We love Absolutely, you. Absolutely, man. Yeah. Um, last thing that I want to touch upon, and I know, you know, you and I can talk for a lot longer and uh, you're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome back on the show so we can continue, but um, in this, you know, interesting time of uh, of the United States that we find ourselves in, I think yeah. the show that you're on is a wonderful avenue to have uh, discussions, uh, Last Man Standing, where, you know, you're uh, the Chuck Larabee, you're representing a, you know, one type of a perspective, and then uh, Tim Allen's character is representing another type of perspective. Uh, another show that I'm going to be doing a little bit later is when people are in, within the family or within a you know, close friend community, how do we talk to each other where we are diametrically opposed uh, from our perspectives or political spectrum or anything else? How do we maintain a healthy relationship when people think what the other person believes is nuts? And mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a fascinating subject to me. And I think your show deals with uh, that and provides an avenue for people to, uh, to explore it. And I think that's wonderful. Well, that's crazy. I mean, I leave my
1: house all the time without an ID. Really? <laughs> well, what a magical world you live in. But well, please, Joe, tell me more. I can't believe this happened to you. I mean, you're, you're Chuck. Can we give it a rest, guys? I'm just trying to understand. And I want you to understand, man. I just don't want to have to be the one to help you process what I'm going through. That's never going to happen. Yeah, uh, yeah, and I think that that yeah, that's exactly what it does. But I don't, I don't know that I ever think <sighs> it's hard though in, in this in this day and age not to think of some of the things that people think are nuts right. are nuts yeah i i i don't it's really really difficult i mean I, I just think we've gotten to a point of um division for the sake of division yeah um and uh whether what who's uh a comedian who who is talking about the news and the news has become like uh your instigator friend the one who's like oh this is what they said this is you know this is what one side thinks about what you said and this mm-hmm. is what the other side thinks about what you said and that's really all that it's become as opposed to you know there was a you know a fire in bangladesh i don't know i mean it's just it's really Uh, you know, oh, and this is what everybody thinks about what you said. This is what everybody thinks about what he said. And I'm like, is that helpful? No. You know what I mean? I don't think that that's very helpful, the the instigator, man. People, I don't, I wish I had a solution for these days because I used to think that we could all communicate. If I really sat down with someone, I could really, really make it clear that, you know, I respect your view, but here's mine. And I hope you respect it as well. And I don't feel that that is the way people are dealing now. And personally, like uh, Tim and I have pretty different views on like, you know i'm i'm much more of a of a of a liberal and he's much more of a conservative although i think i'm more of a social conservative and he's more of a social liberal and mm-hmm. i think that's kind of weird but we're that we can talk about it each of us can 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 discuss these things mm-hmm. you know and and hear the other person's perspective and mm-hmm. may not you know agree or or think that it's a good idea but at least it's heard respectfully and i think that we've lost lost a lot of that in the in the last uh, 10 years or so
0: yeah it's that the respect factor i think is that bridge between people Yeah. and uh, if, if people can have the respect and they're not interested in hearing what the other person has to say and really thinking it through and that yes. I, I that's where it's lost and i completely agree with you the instigator part it doesn't do anything other than really allow people to uh, to bask in their own ego and insecurities
1: right right so i'm i'm you know i i have hope i always have hope and i always have uh you know faith and I, but i you know, it's getting thinner and thinner the ice. So I'm, you know, <laughs> hopefully we won't plunge into something really, really horrible.
0: I hope not as well. And uh, those of you who are watching us and listening to us on the, on the podcast part of this, um, please have respect for each other. It's difficult. Believe me, it's difficult. But let's see if we can get to at least a common place of having respect for the other person as a person. Yeah, and then we right. can get point where you know we can disagree on things, but still have that level of respect.
1: Um,
0: thank you, Jonathan. It's it's uh, it's been a real pleasure having you on. Um, I really, really appreciate it. I wish you the best of luck. The show is doing great on on Fox. You're doing awesome in the voiceover of you. The community. So keep it keep it going.
1: You remembered Batu. You know, I'm I just really impressed with Batu. I'm really impressed you remembering Batu.
0: So, Thank you. you I'm, I'm telling you, I, Avatar is my favorite animated series of all time. Uh, it, it was pretty good. Yeah, to be fair, Korra I liked a little less than uh, than the you know the original. Uh, I agree. Sorry. You know, both both are awesome, and I had my kids watch it. So the fun part of that show, by the way, was I watched it myself. Then mm-hmm. my daughter, who's uh, you know going to be 17 this year. I watched it with her uh, a number of years back. And then my mm-hmm. son was five years younger than her. I watched it with him. So I got a chance to kind of Get do it over and over, and over. That's and over. great.
1: It's awesome. Maybe
0: one of the other reasons why I remember Vato is because I watched it so <laughs> much. <laughs> anyway, so That's thanks again, Jonathan. And uh, thanks to everybody for uh, for watching. We appreciate it. Let us know what you think. Please watch uh, you know, Bridge of Spies. Please watch. Um, you know, last man standing, all of the links for
1: data yeah. are right below. All right. Thank you so much. My pleasure.